giving you just enough information to look smart in front of your coworkers. Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters, clouds, breezy, showers here and there today. It's 65 right now in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? tell you who's being accused of stealing music this time in just a second but the viral craze for those giant stanley cups is still going strong (laughs) and has now reached a new level of insanity if you haven't been able to get your hands on one you can actually pay to take a selfie with one to make it appear that you do have a Stanley Cup, they're yes. that trendy and Apparently fashionable. So, so some of the lucky ones are now charging people for the opportunity to hold their cup and oh. take a picture. One Facebook post oh is charging ten dollar as ten dollars, and then there's another one that's asking for twenty to pose with that coveted pink cup. How many cups do you guys think you have? I was messing around with my wife yesterday. I'm like, someone could come and steal 40 of these from us. Between the Yetis and the Tervis was big, right? And now the Stanley. I mean, how many do you guys have in your house? I've got like five Yetis and five Tervises. But Ryan and I share them. Is that a lot, Ted? Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, boy. I had a lot of Yetis, but they got stolen by Drex. Oh, my God. <laughs> so in another round of no one has any original music ideas, an artist whose entire brand basically revolves around being a trailblazer is now being accused of stealing someone else's music. Kanye West is being sued for copyright infringement by Donna Summer's estate for using one of her tunes without permission. So I guess Kanye and his team asked to use the song originally but they were denied and then they decided to hire someone who sounded like donna summer to sing some altered lyrics over the original melody so here's the song everybody knows from donna summer uh, i feel feel love love. Yeah, yeah 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 for sure okay now here's kanye's version So he got sued for that? He's being sued for that. They want $150,000 per instance that this has been used. Per instance? Yes. Per instance, that the, like per time that the song has been played or the instance within or the song? Or it just says for each act of infringement. So I don't That'll know how that play. breaks down legal jargon. Well, yeah. So then what works out? Because obviously stole the beat, kind of stole the rhyme and the, the melody, melody. But the words are totally different and didn't use... Donna Summer's voice. I don't know. I still think it's playing dirty. I I don't know if that would fly. You can't get in trouble for sounding like people. Think of how many artists sound like other artists. How difficult it is to tell who's singing ever. But you can get in trouble for specifically ripping off the melody because that was created by composers. Kanye's mistake was asking permission in the first place because that made them keen to what his plans were. And now it's like he's bucking the system, Mm. which is very Kanye. Very Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Good morning, Laura Locust Grove. Hey, how are you? We are great. Can you kick our pop culture princess out the studio? Bye, Kara. Good luck. <laughs> See you, Laura. Good luck to you. 
Kara is going to make her way out of the studio. We'll ask you five trivia questions. Bring Kara back in. Ask her the same questions. Answer more right than Kara. She pays you $100. It's that simple. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. I'm nervous, but I'm ready. All right, Laura. Don't be nervous. We got you. (laughs) Question number one. Adele had to postpone her Vegas residency after being put on vocal rest. Adele was performing at what palace? In Vegas. What did you say? Caesars. Very good. Question two. Woman in California stole an Amazon delivery van. Quote, just for fun. (laughs) True or false, Amazon has over a million employees. I want to say true. Question three. Macy's announced they're going to close 150 stores over the next three years. What shape does Macy's use as their logo? They have a shape for their logo? Is, yes. is it the purple? Actually, before, I just picture it now. Yeah, before the word Macy's, they use a little shape. I don't shop at Macy's. I'm a cold girl. Um, I don't know. It's car? Number four. Judges signed off on former Baywatch star Carmen Electra's request to change her name. Name the basketball player she married in 1998. Dennis Rodman. Number five, Pringles going to bring back the fan-favorite honey mustard flavor later this year. Ugh, gross. <laughs> Did Sorry. you know the guy in the Pringles logo has a name? What is his name? That man does not have a name. That is Mr. Pringles. He is. He's got a first name, though. I don't I don't know. Just uh, throw one. Maybe Chris, you get Chris it right. Crispy Pringles. Crispy. Oh, Mr. All right. Crisp, Mr. Crisp. Pete Pringle. Kara back you in. No, you don't have a name. He does. Stop fighting with me, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Laura did well, though. She got four right, and boy, she's mouthy this morning, Kara. <laughs> oh, I'm amazed. I didn't think I got any of them right, except for Dennis Rodman. Question number one, Kara, you ready? I'm ready. Adele is performing at what palace? Caesar's Palace. Laura got it right, one to one. Question two, true or false, Amazon has over a million employees. That's got to be true. 1.5 to be exact. That's what Laura said it is true. Two to two. Number three, what shape does Macy's use as their logo? It's a star. Got there eventually with Laura, three to three. Number four, name the basketball player Carmen Electra married in 1998. Ew, Dennis Rodman. The worm. That's what Laura said. Nodded up at four. Number five. What is the first name of the Pringles guy? The guy on the Pringles. What is that called? A, a shoot? A tube? <laughs> a tube? Cylinder? I Cylinder? it was like Mr. Peanut. Isn't he just Mr. Pringle? He's Mr. Pringle, <laughs> but he has a first name, Laura and Kara. It's it Julius, Mr. Julius, Julius Pringle. Julius? Yes. Where did you pull that one out of? It's on their Wikipedia page, okay. so it's true. Uh, all right, final score this morning is a four to four tie. Uh, all ties go to the house because Kara puts up 100 bucks of her own money. Kara, 1,692 wins, 52 losses. Great game, Laura. Good game. I'm not upset about it. No cash, but you get those tickets to Dollywood, the I Will Always Love You Music Festival, March 9th to April 14th. Information and tickets at Dollywood.com. Awesome. Thank you. Woo-hoo. We play twice every weekday morning, 635 and 735. More of those Dollywood tickets tomorrow. B98.5. Drex, I had a front row seat to some combination commiserating mm-hmm. with women and also some mom shaming. And at the center of the group was Miss Kara. Kara was getting mom shaped when? We had a dinner last night with the staff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you uh, couldn't make it. But it was by the t- when I was there, when Kara got there, I was the only guy. And Kara would mention that 
Uh, it was her first night out that her husband, Ryan, was going to be in charge of putting her kid to sleep. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everybody was like, uh-uh, girlfriend, no, uh-uh. You like, mean to tell me this baby's never... 16 months old and this is the first time your husband has tried to put him down by himself? And whoa. I'm sitting there like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's change the subject. <laughs> kind of made you feel uncomfortable. I yeah. kind of felt like that too, but but going into it, Kara, was it kind of exciting to think like, oh man, I get to go out and have a nice meal with some friends slash coworkers. When I get home, the baby will be asleep, and you don't have to like. Well, kind of, but I knew there was anxiety because I knew the baby wasn't going to be asleep when I got home, and mm-hmm. I was trying to anticipate how punished I was going to be for going out for a work dinner. Punished not only by my child, but by my husband. By your husband. Yeah. So you th- did he say he didn't want you to go out? Did Did Ryan tell you he didn't want you to go out? No, he, he would never he tell me that he doesn't want you, me to go right? out. Yeah. yeah, he he would never say that. So he was fine to take the baby and to, to try for the first time. And I give him major kudos. Like, the baby was fed. The baby took a bath. Oh, good. The baby was changed. That's the baby just about- wasn't anywhere near bed by the time I got home you were and hoping, should have been by at least 30 minutes. You were hoping that Ryan would do the whole bedroom yeah. routine and everything. Yeah, that would have been the perfect and so that storm. was a fail on his part. He didn't put It wasn't Ryan- so much a fail on his part because the baby was still, like, he wasn't melting down. He wasn't losing his mind, but he was out of routine and it was much later than normal and things were just not right. Like, he was wearing these silky leopard print pajamas that made yeah. him look like a little baby Hugh Hefner. Oh, I love and it. Cute. Like normally we're in sweatpants and a onesie and some socks on and we do our thing where we eat dinner and we take a bath and then we run naked into the bedroom and put the lotion on and the jammies and turn out the lights and everything is calm and we read our book and we go to bed. And I get home and all hell is breaking loose. The dogs are downstairs barking. Ryan's upstairs with the baby in our room with the TV on and little baby Hugh Hefner sitting there just (laughs) like running things, just ready still to play. He was on 110. So and, and then the aftermath, as you told us earlier this morning, is that you were up all night. With oh, yeah. the baby. There was like, no sleep. I Riker was, up was all, all night wound up. Mm-hmm. There was no getting him to sleep. It took forever to get him to close his eyes. And then every time I rolled over to try and escape, he was back up again and mm-hmm. screaming. And you also mentioned that you were only 15 minutes past his bedtime when you got home. Bedtime's yeah. at 8.30. You're home at 8.45. Yeah. So what's the big deal? It 15 was, minutes ruined the whole night? It did. It was complete insanity all night, and I'm still yawning. So, But but for the first 16 months of your son, Kara's life, Ryan has never put him down either with you or independently? It's just, it's always been you? It's, it's always, always been, been on you? Yeah, really? I've always done the nighttime thing. Ah, that's right. tough. Patrick is in McDonough. Patrick, what do you have to say? You know, women and moms are the ones that are meant to put the kids down that's the way it always was in my house that's just not fair like don't we do enough we carry the child for nine months we birth the child we nurse the child and all we need is every once in a while for you guys to step up and put the baby to sleep well here's the thing Kara. is and i'm usually team Kara mm-hmm. on everything when it comes to parenting but i've said this before i kind of see patrick's point and the fact is is you're too late 
you let the I'm last 16 months go by where your son, whose kids are very routine oriented, yeah. your son has gotten used to mom being the one to put him down. And so that is your sentence now until he's done breastfeeding at the very least. Oh, I don't think it's, that's It's a true. trauma. You're only home 15 minutes after bedtime. And that trauma kept him up all night. And frankly, I hate to tell you this. But this is probably going to play out. Check with me on Friday. You'll still be dealing with the aftermath of you being out. Oh, I'm sure. 15 minutes past bedtime. I'm sure. But these these kind of routines and habits can be broken, though. They just take a little bit of time and effort. Too late. Too late? Sorry. Agree, disagree, oh. 404-741-0985. Want to get some moms here. Has anybody been able to break their child of this routine? 16 months, breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. You're Mom expecting every time? your husband to suddenly be able to swoop in yeah. and put the child I to am. sleep? <laughs> yeah. 404-741-0985. You want to join the conversation or leave us a message, use the open mic on the B98.5 app. Unfortunately, there are books parenting books out there but nothing covers the reality and unfortunately Kara you find yourself with a 16 month old and now you're trapped where you feel like you can't be gone for bedtime oh no or anytime really but it's okay <laughs> well how does work go though because Ryan gets you're up. here yeah I'm here so I get up at three o'clock in the morning and around 3 30 ish Ryan kind of takes over the baby is sleeping for most of that Good. and then when I'm home by 11 or 12 Ryan checks out and I check in he goes and to work he goes to work and I'm in from 11 or 12 till he finally goes to bed at night typically 8 30 p.m is lights out he's he's done for the child but for 16 (laughs) months now for this child's entire life ryan's had the morning routine Mm -hmm. mom has had the nighttime routine yeah and that's why i'm saying you're too late to change that routine so you go out last night for dinner what were you got to expect you can't expect to come home and have Riker all asleep and taken care of. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? When my mom comes over and lets Ryan and I go out on date nights, we come home and she's successfully put the baby hmm. to bed and has done bath time and proper PJs and it's even sleeping in his own bed, not sleeping in our bed. She might not be Riker's mom, but she's a mom and Riker's used to being put to bed by a mom. By a There's mom. something about it. It's a je ne sais quoi, as they say. <laughs> uh, this is what? Sarah? Mm-hmm. Sarah, good morning. Yes, I just wanted to respond to what Kara was talking about. Yes. I hate to say it, but you're right. It's too late. Oh, she no. Let it go on. She let it go on too long. You have to rip the Band-Aid off. Well, so that's the you question. Like, if, if let's say, Kara, for the next week, you say, hey, Ryan, you're taking our son up to bed for the next week straight. I don't care what noises I hear up there. He's going to cry. He's going to fuss. But we're going to break a little bit of a cycle and a routine. Are you prepared to do that? Yeah. No, don't do it. It's like <laughs> Sarah saying, don't like I told so you. Rough. Don't traumatize him, but, like, you do have to... We, we're talking about traumatizing. It's a 16-month-old, guys. They don't oh. remember. Oh, you guys, no. they do. You remember? They don't no. remember, but it is harder to get them to not hate you after. Yeah, yeah he won't remember specifically yeah. why he hates his parents, but he'll know there's something will be wrong. And oh also, you just don't. It's not worth it at this point. You can have peace in your house. The problem isn't the bedtime routine. The problem is the breastfeeding 
maybe pump and let him bottle feed. What about that? Pump and let him bottle feed. I did. You did. I left up. I I did all of the things. Did he use I the bottle? Left, yes, he did use the bottle. I mean, I I don't know what else I can do. Mm. You got to be there. You got to be there for bedtime. I said this with my own wife. Like it's I'll I'll be gone twenty three of the twenty four, or I'll be home twenty three mm-hmm. of the twenty four hours. But bedtime, mom. They will not go to bed without their mom. It's tried and true. And if you were going to do this, you should have started when he was born. Does that build a little bit of resentment, though, towards not only dad, but also kids, too? Like, you know, like, oh, I'm just like a slave over here. I do feel like a slave. I mean, this whole nursing thing is tough. And I can't do so many things. Like, I can't get my Botox done. I can't start on any of these cool diets. Like, I can't do anything because I'm still nursing my baby. And that's the sacrifice I'm making to make sure that he's Mm. as healthy and as well off as he can possibly be. But... Golly, it's a struggle. But I notice this happening over and over again. Your anger is misplaced. You get angry at Ryan because you can't do this, or you get annoyed with Ryan well, because or frustrated he's the with father, Ryan. And I feel like parenting is with two people. It took mm-hmm. two people to make the baby. It takes two people to raise the baby. So sometimes I just need a little extra help. It's Riker that you need to focus your anger toward. Well, that's why I said, like, there's so cute, right? There is some resentment that can build towards a child, for sure. Here we are again. Baby issues. (laughs) Well, relationship issues, too, with husband and wife, because a lot of people are saying, Kara, like, this is going to build resentment with you and Ryan. If you're upstairs taking care of the baby and he's down there watching TV... Like oh, I'm up here having a hard, and you're having a good time down there. It's it's definitely a struggle. It's a hard juggling act for parents, especially of parents, first time parents mm-hmm. that have never had to wade through this jungle before to conquer to divide and conquer. Like it's we both have the same end goal, and that's to raise an amazing kid. Mm-hmm. And it's just all of these little things that keep piling up that makes it even harder than it should be. What uh, anybody that's an expectant parent now has that you didn't have is somebody on the radio and some concrete advice. And the advice that we're getting here and that I have for you is start all this stuff right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And you had no idea what you were signing up for. No. You just kind of, it was survival Mm -hmm. mode when you first had the baby, right? Yeah, you're in the deep end. Or you can can read all of the books. You can go through all of the classes. You can do all the things. But until that little life is there and blowing up your entire world right like you don't know what's gonna happen so for the 16 months you're starting off in survival mode but what happens is patterns develop and the pattern that we're talking about this morning is the fact that mom Kara is required to be present at the home to put baby Riker to bed and until he's done breastfeeding that's just gonna be your lot in life Shane and McDonough you disagree I've listened to this whole conversation, and um, I believe that it don't matter how old the kid is. The dad should be able to, you know, put the baby to sleep whenever. As a father of a two-year-old, I've been doing it ever since he come home from the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's why it works for you, because you've been doing it ever since day one. It's too late for these guys. My wife had a child from a previous uh, marriage, and when I come in the picture, he was two years old, and I still 
was in there every single night. Wow. It shouldn't be a you put the baby down, she puts the baby down. It should be both of y'all are doing it if you can do it. Mm-hmm. And if she's not there, the dad should do it. If the dad's not there, the mom should do it. Marriage and raising a kid is 100% from each person. Yep. Hey, James and Sonoya. I agree with Kara. I think as a father, it is definitely 50-50. The father has to be involved, and he has to do whatever it takes to give the wife, the mother, that break if she needs it, to do whatever she needs to do. Ryan is doing his 50%. It's just that they have established a pattern where Ryan handles mornings, Kara handles nights, and they should have started this long ago. Yeah, that's the problem, though, is that the marriage isn't a 50-50 equals 100. It's 100 plus 100. Right. Yeah. So, But what, well, what I'm concerned about, and because it comes up again and again, is the resentment. Kara shows so much resentment toward Ryan for what is, and I get it because I was in this every mm-hmm. time. I mean, babies are relationship killers. Because well, it's not <laughs> fair. Like, he gets to go off for four days and have mancation and have a good old time and come home, and right. I can't do that. I, I have a hard time leaving for four hours to go to work work and come home and then deal with the baby for the rest of the day like it's a struggle you can though you can it's going to be hard mm-hmm. but you can you can go away for four days it's going to cause so much turmoil ryan's going to be <laughs> it would it's not worth with you. it it's not but worth it in the long do it. run. You can well, say you can't, but you can. It, it might be worth it, though. Think about think. Yes, it's going to stink for 48 hours, but you guys will recover. When you come back from four days away, it is, I'm going to give you two choices. You have to pick one. <laughs> go away for four days or go away over the weekend. When you come back, the hope is, is that they will have worked through these issues mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. you will fix the issue that way. The best advice we got was from Catherine in Cleveland, who said, start doing bedtime together. Both of you in the room mm-hmm. together. This is probably going to be your choice. Yeah. Try this starting tonight. Let us know how it works out. You're both doing bedtime together. Ryan's sitting there with you mm-hmm. together at bedtime. You're there. He's there. And eventually, you can start phasing yourself out occasionally, and it won't be as so traumatic for Riker. Mm-hmm. Want to try that option? Your words to God's ears. <laughs> Kara was thinking she was going to be spending the weekend yeah. in the North Georgia I know, right? I'm like, what? I'm going to go to the region? I get it. Like what you're hearing? You can subscribe to Tad, Drex, and Kara on demand and never miss a moment. Tad, Drex, and Kara. Weekday mornings from 5 to 10 on B98.5. Keeping up to date on everything happening from Atlanta to Hollywood and beyond. Tad Drex and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. Good morning. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Got some clouds, showers, thunder, gusty winds, all of it. The locusts, <laughs> all of it. 73 for a high. 62 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? We'll talk about the roommate code in just a second. Mm-hmm. But when was the last time you drove by one of those sign spinners? It's been a long time. They're usually outside the mattress stores, and we just got past President's Day, which yeah. would have been well, high time. So I think it's uh, sign spinners aren't hired independently. They're the same ones. They just go from President's Day to now we're tax season, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, And after yeah. that, they're the Easter Bunny, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Do they move around? Or can you... In, 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 independent contractors. For it's a very, They have forums online. How and, do yeah. you know? I'm, you don't. I'm familiar with them, for sure. <laughs> so they're ten ninety nine. For no, sure, that's yes. your main. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, regardless, what about them? it's a very impressive skill. Like being able to whip those signs around and not knock yourself out is a big deal, and so much so they actually have a world's 
Design Spinning Championship. Told you. It was held this past weekend in Las Vegas. And surprise, surprise, an Atlanta man named Tyler Cartwright came home with the title. He's been competing for at least eight years and was finally crowned the best in the world. This guy's got some pretty sick skills. So if you want to check out the video, I've got it up on the Tad Drex and Kara Facebook page. I just realized, you know, the biggest threat to the sign spinner is that windsock thing? Yeah. Wacky, wavy, red <laughs> flag alarm, man. Automation of sign spinners. This is companies saying, oh, why would we pay this person this amount when it's just plug this thing in and it flaps around well, in the breeze? Competition breeds greatness. You need <laughs> a sign spinner as much as it is competition. It needs it. Yeah. Very cool. So congratulations to Tyler. Iron cuts iron, Dad. <laughs> Could you imagine being a sign spinner and you show up at a business, they have a wind sock, and you're like, but watch me. I can yeah. do so much better. <laughs> watch this. <laughs> now, we've all heard of the bro code and the girl code, but do you think there's a roommate code also? Because Dua Lipa thinks so. She told a story recently about how her roommate threw her under the bus with her parents. At 15, I decided to come back to London. I wanted to do music. I, I was living with a roommate, and my parents knew her parents. But she was older. We had a big age gap as well. And we got on, for the most part, until she kind of went in my room and took pictures of my messy bedroom and sent it to my mum. I was 15! Oh, no, you don't do that at all. She was 15, living alone. Yeah, yeah, obviously had like an older friend of the family living with her, and then that person ratted her out to her parents. You don't do that. Like, there are little clicks and circles. Like, I feel like in our room, the three of us, we've got a little, what happens in the studio, we talk about, right. we don't bring outside the room. Right. Like, on my guy's text chain, one of the guys one time, like, it said something that we had said in the chain to his wife, and then she told the other other wife, yeah. boom, he's out. Like, there's there's a little bit of a code there. You got to keep that quiet. If you start leaving your socks around the studio, I will make. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna that, call so. your mom. Yeah. How dare? No. You're in the circle of trust. <laughs> we are. The circle of trust only goes so far. Better <laughs> <laughs> start practicing your sign spinning. They can't guarantee the response, but Tad, Drex, and Kara at least help you ask for forgiveness. Life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. All right, so Emily, this has happened to all of us. We have all been overserved at one time or another <laughs> at a party and made a fool of ourselves. That's good. I'm glad you can relate because I am really, really embarrassed. So whose party was it? Where were you at? Yeah, so it was my best friend's 30th birthday party. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so much fun, but clearly I had a little too much fun. And how did you embarrass yourself? Is it a dance move we're talking about here? <laughs> I got a little bit uh, handsy with my best friend's brother. His oh. name is Carson, and I've always thought he was really cute. And I think that this just was sort of my liquid courage sure. of trying to flirt with him. But I totally made him uncomfortable. And I, towards the end of the night, I could tell, and I feel so so, so bad about it. Are we going to call Carson and ask his forgiveness? Are we going to call your, best, your best friend? friend. Yeah, because it's, it's her brother. You know, I apologize to her. She said that if I wanted any chance of having a shot with Carson, that I need to ask him for forgiveness, too. Wait, you still think there's a chance with Carson? I, I hope so. And so, is, wow, your right. best friend is okay with you dating her brother? Potentially? Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's cool she with it? She said as long as, I, as long as he's okay, that she's okay. But, but I'm just interested in why he didn't reciprocate. If you were throwing yourself yeah, at this and guy and he didn't reciprocate then, then what makes you think 
you still have a chance. We've known each other since we were little. We've all grown up together. And so I think maybe he hasn't thought about me like that before. He might also be wondering if you were only acting that way because you were drunk. And once you sobered up, you don't actually have feelings for him. So you haven't talked to him since then. You've had no communication with him. You've only talked to your friend his sister? Yeah, exactly. I just talked to my best friend and wanted to make sure she wasn't upset about anything okay. first. Right. So now that I've done that, I'm ready to... Yeah, but the best friend's sibling, think about it, Ted, like your sister's best friend or Kara, like your brother's mm-hmm. best friend. They're kind of like the forbidden fruit. It's yeah, a, a little nice bit. little... little yeah, bit. but I don't know. It's gross for me, but because <laughs> my brother's like so young, but... Well, Emily, we are going to call this Carson fella and see if we can. I'm interested in seeing where his head is at sure, right now. Sure. Like, is he interested in dating you? That would be wonderful. Or maybe not. We don't know. Yeah. Until we talk to him in about three minutes. Can you wait? Yeah. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. It's never too late to apologize with Tad, Drex, and Kara. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Emily was just telling us she was at her best friend's 30th birthday party over the weekend, had too much to drink, and got a little handsy with her best friend's brother <laughs> named Carson. handsy? <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the process of calling Carson right now. Maybe we'll find out what handsy okay. means yeah. from Carson. He's not going to know you're on the other line, Emily, when he first picks up, okay? Okay, sounds good. Hello? Hey, Carson. This is Tad Drex and Kara calling from B98.5. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're <laughs> fine. How was your sister's party? You She turned 30 over the weekend? Yeah, she did. She's okay. Did you meet anybody interesting or maybe spend some time with anybody interesting? Oh, yeah, I bet a lot of her friends were there, right? Uh, Yeah. What's this about? <laughs> well, I think we just got to come out and ask you about what was going on with, I think it's um your sister's friend, Emily. Is that right? She got a little sloppy and was kind of dancing on me and grinding on me, and it's all good. So did anything happen after that? Like, are you guys talking? She showed some interest in you? Where, where Where's your head with her? I don't really see there being any kind of, like, a relationship with Emily. I'm just not interested in women. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. okay. Right. Makes sense. Yep. I'm sorry, are you kidding me? This is probably a good time to let you know that Emily's on the other line. This is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. I had no idea. I'm so, 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 so sorry. You're fine. Honestly, it's not a big deal. I don't know if you've talked to your sister about this or anything, but I, I mean, I will certainly not say anything. Um, no, no, no. She already knows. It's not a big good. deal. Okay. All right. Well, that's uncomfortable. I'm sorry that you had to go through that and this is coming out like this. I'm not coming out. I'm interested in women. I'm just not interested in women right now. What what does, what that, does mean? that mean? Yeah. I've just had bad luck these past ten years, you know, in the in the dating world and I've kinda just swore off them and I'm I'm just focusing on my career and like my health. You're taking a break from women? Yeah. Yeah. Drex, have I, you uh, ever in your life taken a break <laughs> from th- women? You know, I think you, you, you I think you think you're gonna take a break from women or maybe even in the, an opposite women take a break from men and then that's when the one walks in. Yep, I was that, just gonna say that. Happens, but it's, but, when you're not looking, that's when they yeah, kind but, of you're, pop up. But you're not ta- like, never taking a break from women. Yeah. We might get frustrated and just give up on ourselves. So Carson, do you is it that you don't have an interest in Emily or you're sticking to your like, I might be interested in you, but I said I was gonna take a break. I think Emily is a great girl, but I'm just not 
I'm not interested right now. Uh, I'm really just trying to, to stay focused on myself. How long is it going to take for you to break this? What is it? Not celibacy, but well, it kind of is moratorium. <laughs> I don't know. And my question is, will Emily be in the running when you do decide to finally put yourself out there again? Yes, she definitely could be. So you're interested in her. She's interested in you. Yeah. But you're just taking a break from women right now. That is correct. Emily, can you wait for six months to eight years? I mean, I'll do my best. Carson's an awesome guy, and I feel like we've known each other for so long that it's not like we'd be starting at zero, you know? True. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe we could just get a coffee or do a couple things, just us. There's time served, right? You know, like when you go to just time like... Time served. Yeah. Carson <laughs> is playing this perfectly. You think like, so? I'm not interested in women. It's just going to make Emily want him more. <laughs> And then they're going to go out to coffee and the tension is going to be crazy. I think coffee sounds nice. Oh, nice. All right. All right. Uh, Carson, just don't wait too long with this because she'll move on and then you'll have Well, there's a Starbucks being built by his house probably. And he's like, when that's done being Uh, built, we'll have coffee there. (laughs) So, Carson, this feature is called Forgive and Forget. As I mentioned, Emily was looking for your forgiveness for getting a little handsy at the party the other night. Do you forgive her for that at least? Oh, yeah, of course. Did you enjoy the... Handsiness? Handsiness? It was a little much for me, but I think that it's fine. On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Coming up tomorrow, Tara thought Roy was just being nice until he gave her a bill for his services. Oh, geez. Sort of trying to trick her into paying him, I guess. But she needs help asking forgiveness because she just cannot pay this bill. I personally am looking forward to it because I haven't talked to a guy named Roy in a long time. <laughs> forgive and forget tomorrow morning at 7. Thanks for listening to the Tad Drex and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.